Hey guys, welcome back. Today we have EBWL on the line. How are you guys doing today? Pretty well. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing good. So um, we have Nick and Brady on, the two, I guess, what are you guys, co-commissioners? Um, he's commish. I just, like, I just, um, like, I wouldn't say run the Instagram, but I make a lot of posts on the Instagram. Yeah. Like, like it's kind of like it's, it's, it's I'm the commissioner, but like he helps me with a lot of things. So mm. that's an interesting situation for sure. So, um, just getting into our first topic, uh, how did you guys find, or I guess how did you guys um, build your wiffle ball league, and um, how did it start? Um, so how it started, it was like a mix of two things, like um, MLW, like so we. We watched them for a couple of years. We decided we wanted to, like, do... So, like, the other kind of driving factor behind it was, like, a... was a football league that we tried to do, the, like, last winter. Um, and that ended up failing. And, but we wanted to do try to do something like that again. And since a lot of the kids in that league played baseball, we decided to try wiffle ball. And that ended up working out. Um, so, yeah, um, pretty interesting, like you guys said. Um, so, uh, how does the league um, work right now? How many teams do you have? And um, uh, real quick, um, I just wanted to ask, why is Nick requesting a trade? Ooh, all right, so we have last season, our 2020 season, we had three teams. We were expanding this year to four. We added in the Southern Serpents. We have the Eastern Elks. Um, my team, the Northern Nighthawks, uh, Nick's team, the Western Wolves, this kid Cooper's team, and then the Southern Serpents, um, Tommy's team. So yeah, we have four teams this season. Every team has around three players. I think Nighthawks have four, but yeah, that that's basically the structure of our league. We are going to play, so our schedule this year, we each play 12 games, uh, four series. We have three game series. Um, and yeah, that's that's really the gist of this twenty twenty one season coming up. Yeah. So. About, okay. Yeah. Uh, Nick um, going yeah, in. You. The, the trade. Uh, so the way the way that was worded on the post made it look a little bit more nasty than it actually was. <laughs> um. Um. It was. It was more of just like well. Like, the way the league is, the Elks have a ton of pitching, but lack a little bit of hitting. And the Nighthawks have a lot of hitting, but lack a little pitching. And so we thought, like, if we switched, if, like, I went to the Elks and the Elks sent uh, Will Vermette, one of their players, to the Nighthawks, we thought it might have maybe balanced out the league a little bit more and made, made it more fun. But we eventually... Well, Brady decided to decline the trade, and so... Yeah, I, I didn't... Um, the only way the trade was going to happen if it was Nick for this kid Will on my team, and I was not trying to trade Will, so... Well, I don't know why we wouldn't want to have Nick on your team, but whatever. Um, and uh, so, basically, uh, you guys have your own podcast, too. Um, it's actually pretty goaded, um, and uh, you guys have had... Uh, MLW stars on there. 
Um, you've had the notorious Foster Huggins. Um, you've had PWA Wiffle on there. Um, you've had a ton of Wiffball leagues too. Um, I've uh, seen Gavin on there a couple times. Um, I'm sorry, just once probably. Uh, NWA Wiffleball. So, um, how's your podcast doing right now? Uh, the state it's at right now, it's pretty solid, I'd say. We have the Jason Chadwick one, it's up, but we haven't made, like, official post about it just because I haven't got around to it. I'll probably do that after this, actually. So we had, like, right now, I think we have all of our episodes, we have it, like, all planned out until, like, episode 21, like, we have special guests that want to come on, um, and so, yeah, I'd say the pod, right now, it's in a state where it's, like, we might slow it down a little bit just so we can spread it out because um, we don't want to run out of ideas in March when um, there's still like two months of the off-season left because the whole point of this podcast was for off-season content. Me and Nick never thought it would be so much fun to just talk to, to a phone, to be honest, but it really is, especially when you get those special guests on, like you said. Nick, anything? Um, yeah, I agree with all that. Um uh, yeah, the Chadwick episode, very good. Got to give it a listen. It is. I, I, I still think our best one's got to be Ryan Crash. That was yeah. so, that one. It was just got. It was just so short, and he answered like he answered the, the question so well. What was great about Chadwick is he he had nothing to do. He said he was like, I, I have the most time possible. We can go for as long as we want. So. Yeah. It was just a great, it was just a nice juicy podcast. How long Florida. was your How long was your one with Noah Dabrico? That was actually twenty four minutes because Noah actually, um, like, he was pretty good with the questions. So, um, you know, like, yeah. um, talked about basically everything in his career. Uh, I wanted to get to a few other things, but um, I guess I just never got around to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The- and that's got to be one of the most annoying feelings when you get a special guest on. Like, when it's over, you're like, oh, my God, I could have asked him that. I could have asked yeah. him that. Yeah. Um, so that's actually good to know with Chadwick because I'm planning on getting him on. So I'm glad that um, he told Great you that he has guest. nothing um, to do. So hopefully um, I'll talk to him for two hours straight. No, um, but uh, – I I am planning um, another special guest. Stay tuned for that. I'm not going to name drop here or anything. Um, hopefully this weekend, um, if not, probably next weekend. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, so, basically, um, how how is EBWL looking for um, next season? And, uh, you know, uh, is Nick actually going to get traded or is he just really spoiled and just wants to get traded? Hey, I fired shots on my story, so I'm not holding back. I lost, like, six followers over that, so... Wait, what'd you lose six followers over? Over calling Nick a bum. <laughs> no, I, I probably didn't. I just... Somebody was probably, like, sub-botting to me, and then they probably deleted all their accounts or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, dude. <sighs> okay, okay, so, yeah, next season, like we said, we're gonna have four teams riding the new team. In 12 games per team, each team. Um, playoffs. Um, everybody makes playoffs. All four teams make playoffs. The first round, the one seed will play the four seed. Two seed will play the three seed. Pretty standard. 
Um, and the first round will be a first to two, and then the World Series is a first to three. So. And, oh, a, a rule we're implementing. Um, it's one that MLW put in uh, a year or two ago. Um, the, the innings limit per series. Like, we're, we're going to have it. So, instead of, like, somebody can just pitch the entire series, um, they can pitch a max of six innings. Just, to, just so, like, everybody can get a chance to pitch. And just to end some, some of the better teams... Um, can't just pitch their ace the entire series, and so and it'll make the league more competitive too. Yeah, I I, I have nothing to add on to that. He summed it up pretty well. And um, on the fact that me want, I don't think I'm actually no, it, it, I, I, I don't think I'm actually gonna get traded. Um, I think we've. We we've kind of made a mutual agreement that it's not gonna happen, but for the league's sake, honestly, yeah. Like who knows? Twenty twenty two, whole different story. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's gonna happen then? But yeah. um, for now, it's staying the same. Yeah. So obviously, um, you guys have uh, you guys have a pretty good pretty good year. Um ahead of yourselves you got four teams now um but so uh this was actually something that i was thinking about so you did say you're gonna have 12 games each year right but each team will play 12 games yeah so um are you having like three series i mean three games a series yes yes so i i actually um this is what i was planning with my with ball league before uh you know corona hit um Mm -hmm. But uh, is it going to be where you face your rival twice? Ooh, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say the Serpents and Nighthawks are rivals. It definitely could be Comet over the season, but we are playing the Wolves twice. That's our rivals. And, like, what it is, it's, um, oh, it's, um, so we did American League, um, no, American yeah, American League and National League. Um, so the American League is Wolves, Elks. National League is Nighthawks, Serpents. And they're going to play each other twice because they're in the National League. And we're going to play the Wolves twice because they're in the American League, if that makes sense. Nick, anything? Um, no. I, yeah, like Brady said, I wouldn't call the Nighthawks and Serpents much of a rivalry. But that Wolves and Elks is definitely a very big rivalry. Um, like looking back at last year, like they're they're. It's it's funny because we we did we did sweep them. Like I feel like when we play the Wolves, it's the most competitive because our team were just so evenly matched. Like but, game game one, um, we shut them out eight nothing. That was that was just because I pitched good, and then um, the next games were, it was like ten to six, and the Wolves had the bases loaded in the bottom of the third, and they could have hit a grand slam to tie it. And then the second game it ended eight to seven. The top of the third, and they only needed to bring one across. It was insane. Yeah, like like sure, the overall record between them is like like five and one. Like, 
the Elks won five of them, the Wolves have only won one of them. But like of those, like well, most of them are close games. There's like like in the regular season, the Wolves almost took the series against the against the Elks, but uh, Cooper uh, bobbled two straight ground balls and uh, kind of sold the game. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, definitely can't wait to see that rivalry kind of continue in the next season. Just yeah. Yeah, so obviously you guys just posted on your MLW accounts, and uh, obviously uh, you guys made a meme that I can very much relate to. Um, It said something about uh, when you're in math class and your answer is Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um, That's very relatable. I suck at math, so um, thank you for uh, making... I I, I gotta start posting more on that account. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think. I, I mean, I, I just made a, I, made, I just made a return. Also. Yeah. I took a little, took a little break after the bombardment of hate I got from that Daniel being ranked number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I've made my return with a high quality Stephen A. Smith meme. As well. I am having a very bad day. Um, but uh, so. Um, first off, uh, I not I guess not first off because we're 13 minutes into this, but um, so how so um, how is how's your I don't know um, hmm, I'm wondering how I should phrase this. So how is the how is the pod I guess grown like throughout throughout your uh, episodes? Okay, so. Yes, I actually reposted and called Nick a bum on my story. <laughs> um, did, did, did you actually read all the articles, or did you like just see it and you're like, oh my god, that's sick? No, I actually read the entire thing. It was actually pretty intriguing. Yeah, um, yeah I can't believe Tommy's changing the food in the clubhouse to eat it. Oh my god. Dude, but... Uh, um, yeah. So, the... Vegan. You can have the vegan I, I, option. safe even though 
me and Nick both had tests. We both tested negative. We just want to stay safe, and we also want to do podcasts. So I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. And, like, we're probably just going to do it on the computer from now on unless, like, we have to be in person to do it. Like, Brian, has that one aired, the most recently one we did in real life together? Did we put that one up yet? The Arizona Ice-T one? Yeah. Yeah, that's been up for a while. That's been up forever, dude. Like, seriously. I watched that already. Or I guess I listened to that already. We're gonna be we're gonna be uh we're gonna be tasting this Arizona uh tea that we got and like every five seconds it's like a can opening like this. So ready? Like that. Every five seconds. Yeah, I had a can on hand, so pretty fitting. That was fun. It was kinda kinda weird podcast form i feel like it'd be better we like we, we, we may like, you know, like if we ever do like kind of a revised version of that with maybe like a different thing to guess we may record it maybe who knows but yeah i mean and it was also kind of a blowout five yeah long. i got smacked yeah, you guys like you guys were terrible though at the first one. You were like, "This is peach lemonade or something like that." It was really stupid. I said peach. I, I didn't know what I was. I didn't know what it was. I was so stumped. Wait, what was it? I, I I got it right. I forgot what yeah, it was. Yeah, because yeah, um, I forget. It was like half, It had a big not. It had a big name. It was like strawberry Arnold Palmer strawberry oh, half like, and half. It was, yeah, it was the strawberry half. Yeah, it was the strawberry half and half. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, so, um, man, now I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. All right. Oh, wait, this is what I was going to say. My favorite part of the week was spamming um, Brady over here and uh, talking about how he's a simp. Um, and each time he would say no uh, while he was in math class. So do your work. Mm. Um, okay, you can, you can ask. There are two people up for the simp title, and it's, and, um, it's no, you and you. No, no, it's only one person. And you can Simp card, do you have a simp card? It's Gabe Flaw. It's Gabe Flaw. It's Gabe Flawman. Gabe is the biggest simp in the world. Like, no, I simp. Drew Davis is a simp. <laughs> Were you in the live when he was talking about how big of a simp he is? Wait, was that yesterday? Yeah. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. When he was talking about a, being a simp, I did not hear him. Um, he was talking about how you should not let his brother in. Oh, That's yeah, about I it. I don't know why. He's like, I'm about to pull up something on my screen. It's gonna be weird. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I also had a live yesterday where I had literally Liam Hendricks on the, uh, screen the entire time. Um, cause that's goaded. Um, but, so... Uh, you guys are from, um, Boston, am I correct? Yes. So you guys are big, uh, Boston Red Sox fans? Yes, everything Boston, New England, wherever I know. Oh, so you hate living? Mm-hmm. Am I no. correct? Uh, bro, all your teams suck now. They're terrible. No, dude, all your teams suck. Like, okay, the Celtics are kinda good right now, but, um... Kinda good? Kinda they're great. No, okay. 
Dude, Cam Cam Newton is not returning, and the Boston Red Sox are going nowhere. They suck. I feel like they're gonna be better. Okay, 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 okay. The uh, dude, I heard rumors that we're gonna sign Taylor Henneke. Oh that's my god. So, so, dude so plays so one good game, and people are talking about giving him the starting QB two, rule. He played two. Shut up. Games. Stop talking. Two Stop talking. Games. Why wasn't Alex Smith know. starting, by the way? I, I will say, Boston Sports, they've had they've had their run for too long now. I'd say we're spoiled. Um, but I, I'd say we're going to start declining, so. I mean, the yeah. Celtics are on the upper well, Celtics, Celtics are the only team I have faith in. The Patriots, if they even make the playoffs next year, I'll be surprised. The Red Sox, whatever. And then the, the Red, the Red Scots, so Red Sox. The Red Scots. Okay, so Michael Scott is going to um, actually buy the team as well. Oh my God, dude! This is dude. My, dude um, this is a great podcast. And, I love and this. The, and the Bruins are the Bruins are good too. They made the Stanley Cup like two years ago. They're yeah, then we 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 choked in the playoffs last year. Yeah, okay, that's the bubble. The bubble doesn't count. My favorite memory is when the Bruins lost to the Blackhawks. It's amazing. Oh, that hurt. Hey, uh, but here's here's what I got to say. This is how... So you guys are talking about how good your sports teams are. This is how sad my life is. Literally, I will do anything for my team just to make the playoffs. I know. It does not matter if they lose. See, All I, literally, my, my expectations for my teams are so low... This is the first time I've gotten to see a White Sox postseason game where I wasn't three years old, um, and I, they've ne- they haven't won a World Series where I've actually been alive for more than four months. Um, so, uh, I mean, I Bulls I think, suck too. I, mean, I love, dude. Imagine I love, I love the Boston fan base and all that, but like we we are definitely spoiled, and I think we have to you know wake up and realize, all right, we're we're on the decline now. Stop being so cocky. Imagine drafting Mitch Trubisky over Deshaun Watson and Patrick. Shut up! Stop talking! <laughs> Stop talking! The only good thing that's going for me is actually really, really good because the White Sox are finally good, which is really good for me because yeah. that's my favorite sport. So I watch that literally every day. So that's good. But aside from that, Chicago sports teams always suck. Um, I what hate. Do you mean? The, the Bulls are all right. Have... Who do you yeah, think is going to win today? The Packers or the Rams? What? Bro, the Bulls suck. The Bulls always suck. They always have, and they oh wait, no, not they always have, but they they have sucked since Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan left. So, yeah. okay. I should, no, I should say they've sucked since Michael Jordan starting wearing the number 45. That's what I should say. Okay. Yeah. You, no, you guys were pretty swell when you had Joakim and Derek. Don't mention not Anthony right Davis to my face. They weren't that good. I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm done. Anthony Davis okay, no, is the okay, bane of my okay. existence. Not really. I don't really follow NBA, but... No. You, you had, like, Jimmy Butler and, like, Todd Gibson. We had a bunch of guys who were either washed, or we had a bunch of guys who were either too young. Nah. That, uh, Jimmy Butler and Rajon Rondo. You Dude. made the playoffs and lost to the Celtics in the first round. I remember that. You see what I mean? You see it? No, literally. Okay, Cool. This is literally the first time I think ever that my team has actually made the playoffs. That two two of my teams have actually made the playoffs in the same year, which is hilarious. And both of them got knocked out in the first round, and one of them choked. It's a good thing though because the one that did choke actually just stole the people that we lost to's closer. So that's good. Oh, um, oh, um, 
think it's Jason Sims that that drop in for the touchdown. What was the reaction to that? Uh, it's like whims or something. I can't remember because he's not a starter. But okay, this is my this was my reaction. Oh my God, Mitch is gonna finally throw a good pass for once in his life, and this dude drops the ball. So I'm right screaming. Now. I was like, Are you kidding me right now? Like, yeah, dude, I don't dude the Saints are gonna get blown out by the Buccaneers. I'm telling you right now. Go I Tom Brady. To. I love Tom Brady. Oh. Not really. Yeah, he's not getting re-signed, so. Um, uh, who I do wish will re-sign is Allen Robinson. Yeah, and the Patriots will sign him. Yeah. If the Patriots sign him, I'm going to laugh my butt off. Dude, the it, people who say that the um that the Tom Brady won all of his rings because he had a good O-line are completely stupid. Look where they are now. Look where they are now. They are absolutely trash. They are 7-9 and nine after a 12-4 and four year with Brady. Don't d- get that stuff out of my face. Like, okay, but I, what I don't like is that people are like now criticizing Bill. Like, dog, Bill is still the best best football coach. Nah, but dude, dude, it's any, close, but he's okay, still the best okay. football coach of all time. Any other coach on that team will go like 3-13. and 13. Yeah. Like, okay, okay with, that, okay, with that offense, they'd go 3-13. and 13. That, that, that defense, though, that defense, though, was nice. Except for when we played the Rams, but... Any other time during the season, we were nice on defense. Yeah. We sold like 11 players off that on defense. I could honestly see the Rams beating the Packers today. I Look what they did to the I Seahawks. Won. They did, they, yeah. they they dismantled the Seahawks, quite honestly. They kind of gave up in the fourth quarter, so. Um. I know. I think the Jalen Ramsey's got to be my favorite cornerback right now. Maybe even my favorite player in the NFL. I have my money on the Browns being the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, good luck with that. Your money's going to be taken away from you like Patrick Mahomes is going to be taken away from um, not winning the... What? I don't even know where I was going with that, but um, he's going to win the Super Bowl again. Patrick Mahomes is going to win 10 MVPs. He's going to win 10 NMVPs, or NVPs. And then he's going to win five Super Bowls and 12... Um, how, how can I, um, Nooper Knowles, Nooper Knowles, there you go, Nickelodeon Super Bowls, there you go. I have a feeling that'll happen in the next 10 years, it'll be broadcast on Nickelodeon. Yes, I hope so. Uh, were you guys watching that? That was terrible. No, I, I couldn't, I was watching on CBS. I yeah, same. What, what do you mean, my guy, um, what, what, what was the, kid, the kid's name that was goaded? I don't know if those kids were sideline reporters. The ginger? No. <laughs> oh my no, god. Wait. Lex Lumpkin. Oh my Lex god. Lumpkin. You mean Lex Luthor? Yes. He sounds like no, Lex Luthor. Lex Lumpkin. Oh my god. Yeah, he's some Nickelodeon kid. And dude, he was goaded. Commentator. He did a Barack Obama impression on the sideline. Way more interesting because that game was total doo doo. <laughs> a Barack Obama impression. Okay, well we'll let Nick go back to uh, yeah, wherever he. Uh, dude, dude, are are you in Fairyland right now, Nick? Because it sure sounds like that. No, it, a Barack, 
Barack Obama impression is ten times more fun to watch than any Bears highlights from the season. Damn, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> we suck. Um, but honestly, I would not be surprised to not see a Super Bowl in my lifetime. So, whatever. Uh, stuff happens, man. Dude. Oh, you guys have Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack? He sucks. He's washed. Yeah, he's, 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 he's still... Uh, He's still good, but Akeem Hicks and him are just are just not the guys that they used to be. It's a shame Cody that. Parkey missed that kick. It's a shame that Cody Parkey is going to be hunted down at some point and found. Um, what do you mean he has a successful career on the Browns? Dude literally just double doinked of goalpost again with the Browns. Wait, so so you like the White Sox? How do you feel about the Cubs? Are you, you, oh, I hate the Cubs. Like the Cubs? No. All those, no, I don't think you guys understand, all those people who are like, oh, well, I kind of like the Cubs and the White Sox, but I like the Cubs more, that was all happening when they won the World Series and, like, a year after, and I'm guaranteeing you right now, I actually kept a list of everyone who said that to me, no, I'm just kidding, I didn't, um, but um, everyone who said that to me, I'm like, okay, so once we win the World Series, these people are going to be walking around with White Sox memorabilia on and they're going to be like, yeah, I like them more than I like the Cubs, but I still like the Cubs a decent amount. And I'm like, oh yeah, like, seriously, like, we're crosstown rivals. It's like the Yankees and Red Sox rivalry. That's, yeah. it's, it's a burning passion. Nobody, you guys don't like eat, uh, each other. That's what I don't like. The Yankees fans are everywhere. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Half of them aren't even yeah. from New York. You mean choking? You guys have won two American American League pennants and two World Series since the Yankees have won. Oh, wait a minute. Let me think about this. You guys have won four World Series while the Yankees have won one since 2003. Mm-hmm. Just hilarious. I miss Big Poppy so much. <laughs> yeah, I miss, he's gone. Dude, I miss Mookie already. Yeah. He's, dude, that, dude, the 2018 World Series was so fun. Yeah, I remember. I remember. It was like that game that went to 17 innings. I was over Brady's house. We were watching it. We fell asleep at, we fell asleep at like 2 o'clock. We woke up at like 4 o'clock, and it's like the 17th inning, and we're still playing. Do we end up playing? No. Yeah, Max Muncy hit a walk-off home run. I don't think we won that. Max Muncy yeah. hit a walk-off home run, I remember. It was that good. Solo shot off probably one of your guys' bullpen that isn't there anymore. Um, yeah. Honestly, you guys, I don't even know what the heck happened to your team. Nobody really knows. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it, 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 it's a thing with Boston. It always is. No, it's a thing with the Red Sox. They suck the Red year Sox. after they win the World Series. It's simple. Yes. It's, like it, we did in 2013. Yeah. We won the World Series, and then we are the worst team in the league in 2014. Yeah. The worst team in the league in 2015. 16 were at, but we got bounced in the first round. Same thing with 17. But then 18. Something about 2018. You weren't in Special. in 2016. 2016, you got you got you guys didn't even make the you guys weren't even the three seed in your division. Cause no, it was it was Orioles Blue Jays. It was Orioles Blue Jays, and then it was. Oh wait, no, I think it was you guys actually. No, 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 no. Blue Jays wild card. wild card. Yeah, but the Blue Jays made yeah. the ALCS. Yeah. Now I'm remembering. We, we played the 
Is Aaron Judge that good? No, he's not. He's overrated. I don't know why people always say he's so good. People say he's the third best player in the league. He's not Mr. Injury Prone Judge here. That, that, that's a little pushing it for this player. No. He's. It was, it was that first half of the season he had. Do you know that Yankees rule that, like, you can't have facial hair when you play for the Yankees? That's awful. That's so bad. Like, I can't. I can't even, like. What kind of rule is that? That shouldn't even be a rule. Bro, half their guys are, like, bold. I know. Yeah, Brett Gardner. Go. Yeah, there goes Corey Kluber's beard. I know, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I don't know what the heck that is. I don't know if it's it's probably Brian Cashman doing some weird things. Um, but I, 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 I will say this. My favorite person on the Boston uh, Red Sox right now um, is Mr. Uh, Mr. Cut Jersey himself. Um, he's honestly my favorite to ever play the game. He's he's awesome. Um, oh, yeah, we took him from you. Yeah, that's right. Mr. Cut Jersey himself, a.k.a. the bane of our, um, I guess this is the reason why we rebuilt uh you know kind of s- screw sale if sale was still around um honestly if if sale never cuts up those jerseys i think we probably st- he probably stays in chicago um but you know they okay, shopped well, him gave you some good pieces Yo, Juan Mancata. michael kopech you guys were stupid michael yeah. kopech is the next chris sale get wrecked okay yeah it's gonna be better okay yeah sure yeah, we want a World Series. Also. Yeah, we want a World Series. Oh, okay, like, dude, you, you could see what the Nets are doing now. There, they just sacrificed their whole, I have a goal. Their whole draft. They sacrificed their whole draft life for the next seven years just to get. Okay, Kyrie, so they, if Kyrie, they don't win, Kyrie, they don't win a championship. They're gonna look like fools. They're gonna yeah, look like Kyrie fools. Irving's gonna. Kyrie Irving's gonna do something weird again. I mean, whoa, I, I don't like you. No, he'll be. Yeah, but, you know, um, I think uh, we can all agree that uh, Chris Sale is a um, is a beast on the mound. He's pretty good. Um, he's really good. Yes. But I think the Cy Young will always elude him. He's been really, really close twice now, and he still hasn't won it. Um, he'll probably get it at some point, but um, he'll probably get one before Garrett Cole does. That guy is overrated. Um, okay, here's what I just want to say. Garrett Cole is... Okay, he's not technically, like, okay, he's good, but the problem with him is the dude, you, the Yankees were like, oh my god, we have Garrett Cole, that means that we're going to win the World Series, they get eliminated in the American League Division Series. I know. They don't have any no, starting he, pitching. He, they don't. need more than one good pitcher. Like, and even that, no, they think that Corey Kluber is going to solve their problems too. It's the same season all over again. They were like, Garrett Cole is going to round out our rotation and we're going to win the whole thing. Yeah. No, they're thinking the same thing with Kluber though. Like, nothing. You're not, okay, you're not going to win a championship with a washed Cy Young and a guy who's never even won a Cy Young. And, like, here's just the thing you can't expect them to do every single thing. First off, you just lost Tommy Canely. Your bullpen is terrible. Your lineup is awful because Gary Sanchez is in it. If Gary Sanchez is in your lineup, you know it's awful. So, like, I I hate him. 
I hate it. It's just terrible. I remember when he first, um, like, he was a great rookie. He hit a million home runs. He was a great rookie. I think you're thinking of Glaber Torres. No, he was was good his rookie season. Dude, I know for a fact Gary Sanchez, he hit a million home runs. And, like, he fell off. Yeah. Oh, well. Dude, uh, dude, who's who's the guy from the Mets? Uh, The first baseman. P. Alonzo. Alonso. Love that guy. Yeah. I also, dude, I also love, um, Fernando Tatis. I hate Fernando Tatis Jr. I hate him. I hate him. Why? Fernando Tatis. Okay, first off, we traded traded away Fernando Tatis Jr. for James Shields. We're never going to get over that. Um, because, honestly, let's just be real. The reason why the Padres are being talked about right now is because of one guy. And it's one overrated player. Fernando Tatis Jr. is possibly the most overrated player of all time. He just annoys me. He's so it's it's not the it's not like it's not just the cockiness. It's the overall like oh I'm so much better than all of you because blah blah blah. Like I'm the chosen yeah. one. Like it's just annoying. See, I don't pay attention to baseball that much, so I wouldn't know that side of it. Like I pay attention to the Red Sox, and that's it. Oh. Like, so you pay attention to the team that is terrible? Yeah, dog water. Dude, you guys were supposed you guys to get made, Springer. You guys made the playoffs for the first time in like eight years. It's 12 years, okay? Get get it right. It's 12 years, okay? Get it right. We haven't won our division in 13 years now, which is just sad. Didn't you guys just hire some like nine-year-old as your manager too? We hired a 70... 70- Eight-year-old man as our manager. We also um, signed a 31-year-old Australian man who is going to be a dominant force on the mound on the relief pitching side. We also signed Lance. We also traded for Lance Lynn. So, what's your point? <laughs> Dog, dude, you're gonna be in the middle of a game, and then dude, your manager is gonna have a heart attack. Oh, um, I, I would not be surprised because he's because he's like 78. Okay, but this is the smartest manager to ever play the game. I mean... Yeah, he's also 78. He has yeah. amnesia. <laughs> honestly, though, anybody's better than Rick Renteria, quite honestly. Rick Renteria is terrible. No, any, any, anybody's better than Ron Renneke. Who the heck is that? He's, he's the guy who managed the Red Sox this season. Oh, that guy. That guy's awful, dude. Glad you guys got back Cora. Way to cheat so we can win again, please. Yeah, but um, again. Dude, I remember when the no 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 when the Red Sox won and then like then the it was like no 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 yeah 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 no 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 yeah 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 no 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 okay the the red the Red Sox won the Red Sox won the World Series and then like three months later the Patriots won the Super Bowl so great it's amazing. And then a couple months later, the Red Sox missed the playoffs after winning the World Series. <laughs> uh, I don't get how we do that. Really bro, don't. dude, you, you can't talk with your teams, bro. Dude, dude, I'm not even trying to diss on the, on your teams. You're just bringing up, like, good, like, you know, comebacks for this. Honestly, the, the whole Boston area, 
you guys probably have okay the patriots the patriots as a whole are probably better than um the entire chicago sports franchise ever because the chicago white Sox um didn't win a world series for 88 years the chicago cubs didn't win a world series for 108 years the hawks didn't win a stanley cup for like uh, i think it was like 70 years or something like that um the bulls haven't done anything remotely good since michael jordan um or before michael or before michael yeah that's true um and who am i forgetting um oh and the bears have not done anything since walter payton um was actually on the team um yeah since 85 when they beat the patriots yep when they beat the patriots in the super bowl yeah so yeah we're just terrible it's simple um but hopefully the White Sox will actually. I'm I'm starting to smell some uh, red Red Sox vibes with this White Sox team. Gonna win a ton of yeah. championships. I would call the I would call the Red Sox a franchise. Like I I meant to say not a franchise. I meant to say uh, dynasty. Like you guys won yeah. four titles in the span of like fourteen years or something like that. I think it's yeah, but it's, it's weird. Like so, like the Patriots, they've had like Tom Brady the entire time. Like, dude, we've had different players on, like, each time. Like, like okay, 2004 to 2007 was kind of the same. But then, like, in six years, we had, like, pretty much the entire ro- roster just cleaned, besides, like, Poppy and Pedroia, and then we won. And then we, like, basically cleaned the roster again, and then won in 2018. So it was weird. Pedroia still got a ring. Pedroia's still getting paid. Dude, yeah, he, yeah. he's technically... He's Technically still on the team, which is like, uh, dude's kind of young, I, still. It's not dude, that I old. Have a, I have a fat head of him right there. Oh, I have a I have a fat head of Chris Sale right out right on my wall right here actually. Ooh. This was dude, look, um. Dustin is my favorite player, and then he got hurt. Probably need to get a different fat head, most likely, but whatever. Oh, my phone's actually about to die. So, um, I think that's gonna wrap it up for now. Um. And uh, anything you guys want to say to finish out? Thank you for having Hello. us on. Yeah, Follow. And my phone just died. So, um, yeah. All right, guys. So, um, thank you all for listening. Um, this is actually going to come out on a different, um, on a different time. Uh, this episode, um, was. I'm supposed to be a part of a um, um, collab with a lot of with ball leagues, but guess what? Um, e- EB- EBWL has their own um, way of going, and uh, that was definitely awesome because the first part was kind of slow there, um, just because it is Saturday and not really nobody wants to really do anything, um, including me. But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, it's been great. Um, again, guys, I'm Mallards Y or Declan or Pretty Happy Mallards fan. Thank you guys for 350 listens on um, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever the heck you listen to this on. Um, it really does mean a lot to me. Um, uh, and uh, stay tuned for our next guest. Uh, I will see you guys all in the next one. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to In the Zone. Um, I'm Declan or Mallards Y. Um, today we have NMLW on the line, um, aka Jeff. Um, Jeff, how you doing? I'm doing well. Um, busy day today with the league, but uh, I'm excited to be here. 
Yeah, man, it's great having you on. Um, I remember, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, when I was Wiffle25, uh, with like 50 followers, something like that, something crazy like that, I came on to your MLW Tonight podcast, um, and uh, that was pretty fun. Um, just a uh, nice little, uh, you know, time travel there back to June um, when things were, when it was summer, and it was all better with Wiffle Ball, but, uh, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, right. Um, back when we were both really, really small pages now, um, you know, we're both, uh, definitely bigger and more up there. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, um, uh, how's NMLW going and, uh, you know, what are you guys looking forward to the most? My God, my dog. Well, it is going absolutely amazing, um, our growth on our both our instagram um our youtube and a lot of people checking out the website um it's been very amazing um we just had an all-star game so that was one thing that i was looking forward to um it's always great to have everyone together and it's really just a fun time so i recommend that to a lot of people um but you know the group has been it has been great, and um, I, well, I would say I'm looking forward to um, getting postseason games out. I know that we're heading into the second half of the season, but we actually wrapped that up uh, a little bit ago, and that's very entertaining just because there's so much action in the postseason. So uh, that's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Really. Yeah, um, you know, obviously, uh, your your production quality is uh, um, getting pretty good, and um, I can definitely see the improvement. Um, and uh, sorry if there's a little background noise, guys. My dog is being weirdo as usual. Um, so um, yeah, uh, you have um, you know, like you said, the All Star Game. My dog. Yeah, the All Star Game. Um, great game. Um, our team, the Rockets, the organization, we have two organizations. We, um, actually won that game. Uh, very interesting plays. I don't know, Declan, if you checked it out on the Instagram, one of our players made a very contra- I don't know if you want me to talk about the All-Star game, but I can give a little rundown. Is that cool? Yeah, go ahead. I, I did see that play. It was pretty spectacular. Yeah, I, some people, um, if you don't know what we're, we're talking about, you can check uh, my Instagram out at NMLW. You can just search that up on Instagram. Um, there was a play. Um, Nick Ingenito was up at bat hitting for the Rockets organization. And um, he skyrocketed all the way to the wall. And Ben Tyler, um, an outfielder for the Giants organization, Moved over very swiftly to the wall. Ball comes down right at the wall. Goes through like a few branches. Very unclear to see and robs it right then and there. So um, an impressive play. But then we're seeing just exactly what um, what had happened. Did it hit the wall? So it was very entertaining. And then he doubled up um, a player, Michael I, at home and got that double play so if you if you get a chance to see that very entertaining 
Yeah, and uh, it kind of reminds me, like you just describing that, kind of reminds me of uh, the Noah Dabrico infamous double play. Um, you know, uh, obviously your all-star game was actually pretty um, fun. Um, again, my dog is so freaking weird, guys. Um, and, uh, um, you know, obviously your all-star game, um, you know, how proud of you, like, it, it's it's pretty good. Like, how proud of you, like, how proud of of it are you um i'm extremely proud just to get that far because um i think we discussed this on some other podcasts it's just so there's so much that goes into getting all the players to the field um and it, it, getting players to the field is one of the parts i'm scheduling and then once you get the players to the field coordinating the game umping making making sure everything goes correctly and then making sure the video is being filmed on multiple camera angles, and then putting it into a computer, editing it all, and um, that it's just very it's hard work, and uh, I'm very proud that we've gotten halfway through the season. Um, and then once you get on the computer, once it's edited, you have to upload it to YouTube. You have to make sure it gets to all social medias, and it's. It's just honestly amazing how far uh, we've come, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't have that motivation without really the growth that we've had. So I'm super proud of not only myself, but everyone that's just been so supportive, and uh, especially you, Declan. I've seen some of your comments on our posts. It, everything just means a lot because it's very tough. Yeah, and um, obviously, you know, you're talking about uh, like tough you know, work for, um, with ball and, um, you know, scheduling is, I know, uh, one of the worst things that you can do. Um, I've, uh, had my fair share of scheduling conflicts with, um, my players at some points. Um, but, uh, I think, uh, you guys do a great job of actually getting players to the field because you guys have a minor league, um, which I think that is pretty cool in my opinion. I think, um, that is, like far and beyond like what most leagues do i think you know it's a great farm development for like younger kids and um it's just a great idea yeah and we i think the reason so when i started that off the reason was i want to like act professional and i know this is like different than the reason i still have it today and throughout the season why i kept it but I want to act professional. Like we had a minor league system when it was just six guys just playing, having fun. And I guess you could say eight, if well, seven, probably around seven. So players switch around, and um, that's something really great to have because you can bring players up based off how well they play, and it's just a different. It's a different look on two um, different leagues because different leagues play different different kind of styles and I think this is a very unique style because um I see a lot of leagues playing um like they'll have all the teams in one same division and same league and this really breaks it up so you can really like break down the players and see how well each player does in kind of each league and so I know it may be confusing to the fans, but that's something that is very interesting because if you put different players at different levels, you can see how well they play. 
and it's just a lot of fun and it feels very professional yeah and i think um my my biggest like uh draw to it is um at least like with you guys um like i think one of the well i kind of got off topic there but i think the coolest thing you guys did was releasing merch and um you guys have been pretty successful with that am i right yeah we've actually been very successful i'm trying to grow that currently i think we have four merch orders um just in the past like three weeks two weeks so we're doing decent on that um that's another thing that's very difficult especially if you want to sell online um with we like to be very official so we have to do the tax and everything so uh, that's something a little bit difficult but we found some websites that we like and that we're able to use for that um but yeah that's been very good it also promotes the brand a lot because i've recently been wearing that in the videos um and it shows people who we are, and it's it looks slick, uh, especially on our merch, I would say. Um, and that's a reason I like to sell merch is to feel like a part of something, because a lot of times you forget why you're doing something. Like, why am I doing this? Is it really a purpose? But, like, it brings you back, like, I put so much work into this, and when you hold it, and just knowing that other people are holding that same thing, and it feels like a real community. And uh, it's also fun on the business side. I think a lot of people enjoy that with Wolfball because they can kind of tie it in, their lead to business and everything. But, uh, yeah, the merch has been going great. Uh, it looks great, and uh, I'm excited and hope to get many orders out. Yeah, uh, the logo on it uh, looks actually really, really nice. Um, you have an MLW on there, um, and then you have uh, your logo on there. It looks really official, so applaud you for that for sure. Um, Thank you. And uh, one thing that I wanted to discuss here is how did you guys start? And um, I, I I know, but I just wanted you know you guys to see how um, Jeff got started. Just in case you want to start a wiffball league. That is an absolute great and I great question. I actually don't think I answered that to the fullest depth ever because I was usually asking you the questions. So we started so. I started hitting wiffle balls back in April when um, everything when was going on. Everything started to close down because you know I my parents wouldn't let me go to friends' house friends' houses and it was just something very exciting for me because uh, or not so exciting sorry I misspoke satisfying because when you hit that ball even if you throw it up to yourself and you hit it off the yellow plastic wiffle ball bat it, the sound and just constant repetition of that is one thing that I absolutely love about wiffle ball and for anyone that hasn't played uh doesn't play much wiffle ball um that is something that i think you should try just throwing up to yourself in a wiffle ball bat because it makes you really appreciate the game um and then so i was doing that for about i would say maybe a month and a half before, maybe not, I would say month and a half, two months, and then I decided, you know, like, I was watching MLW, of course, different football leagues, and I kind of got, like, the itch that this, like, I could grow this into something, it's something that I really have a passion for, and um, so what I decided to do was research, um, 
I started to research like different um, uh, wiffle ball leagues and how they started, and the I I believe the um, I'm just trying to think. I believe the first video that we ever made was a video of me and one of my neighbors and we didn't I don't think we had a fence up at that time and um I knew I had iMovie on my iPad and so I tried that out and uh it wasn't the best the camera angle wasn't the best but it was really cool and so I posted it my friends liked it and then I think the next and then what I thought about that was like okay well I like that. I like the idea. I just need to make it a little more professional. So it, this comes around the time where it's my birthday, and I'm like, you know, I'm really committed to this at this point, looking into it, really trying to, like, get a foundation. And um, so I started – I'm sorry if I'm going on a rant here. I'll try to land it. You're good. Um, but I said – so I got – like, I put a ton of – like, this is kind of funny. So, like, I put a ton of fencing materials – and my aunt and uncles were like, "What the heck is this for? What are you building? This is not a this is not a birthday list." And so I was, so I was like, "Yeah, I know, I know." But I'm just trying to like build a little wiffle ball fence, a fence. Your dad is not gonna like that. I'm like, "Yeah, I know," but he was happy to get me outside. So I put up the fence, and then it looked all right. You know, there's some structural issues, and. Um, I just kept on working about on it for a few months, more professional, and um, I got some yellow pool noodles. I lined the fence, and it looked very good. Um, and then we, I really just took off from there, and um, that's how I guess how we started. Once I put that fence up, I really felt professional. So I think uh, from there we just took off, and that's how I started. Right, and for anybody who is, like, in a grapple with their parents about fencing, um, I have experienced the same exact situation that you have, um, where my family... everyone has. Yeah, where my family has said, like, you know, fencing, it's going to look bad, it's going to look terrible in your backyard. But over time, like, I convinced them, you know, um, because, like, I think the, the thing is, just look at it, look at it as... You want to make it look as professional as you can. So get like, um, you know, fencing from Home Depot and make sure the fence isn't sagging. Because if it's sagging, it's it's not going to look good. And um, I think uh, we can all agree that with a better fence, your league is not only more professional, but it's not that much of an eyesore to your neighbors. Um, so, you know. Um, but another thing I wanted to touch on um, and I've talked about this with other Wiffball Leagues. I wanted to ask you. Now, obviously, I'm sure you watch a lot of Wiffball Leagues besides MLW. But the number one overused name, in my opinion, is the Northern Nighthawks. It's really, really repetitive. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, for example, going into a little detail for people. MLW originally used the Northern Nighthawks in 2012 as a name, and then it disbanded. Now I see like every single Wiffball League has the Northern Nighthawks as their as one of their teams. It's again, it's nothing to you know um, throw on at you guys. Like, hey, stop using the name, but it's just kind of overused because 
I see like a lot of wiffle ball leagues that use it. Um, a lot of smaller pages, a lot of bigger pages. AWA, um, I know uses it. Um, that's another qu- that's another topic. That's hilarious, actually. In June, um, when we recorded the uh, the MLW Tonight podcast, we talked about the rise of AWA. I remember that. Which is actually, actually that was on my list. I yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy because we were kind of like the first people to discover it. I remember because uh, it, it like started like I think like a month before we recorded that, and it just kind of took off um, yeah, at I a certain they point. Were, they were slowly growing. I think they were ahead of the curve, and then they really just shot up after we released those two podcasts. Maybe it was because of us. No, I'm just kidding. No. Nah. They. Uh, I saw some YouTube ads that they had, and. Um, they actually have a team, the Northern Nighthawks, correct? Yeah. And did they win the World Series this year? They did. Yeah, so um, I think, well, if your question is like, why do you think, is your question like, why do you think that's very used? Yeah, that's that's basically it. So my, I would say my answer to that is I've also had some trouble scheduling like, or like making names for teams. And it is really frustrating like just think of a good team name and then your friends want to make it uh, another name so when i like sat down to make names you wanted to make it original you want to satisfy your friends and um you want to make it professional so i think that's a professional name a name that a lot of people like and then the original part is something they kind of have to give up so um I personally don't mind having uh, a name that someone else. Uh, actually, I take that back. I I don't really worry about it too much, but I kind of want to keep that original part because a lot of times you get caught up and you you're just using something else that someone else is using. But um, yeah, I think that's the reason. I think that it's just very hard to satisfy everyone. Yeah, like. Obviously, you have a lot of, like, people who use, like, the same names. Like, that's going to happen. But my point is, I see a ton of wiffle ball leagues, and that's, like, the only name that, like, is, like, with every wiffle ball league. It's, like, I wish people would be, like, a little more diverse. But the, the, what I like about it is there's so many logos to pick from. Like, for example, um, EBWL, um... They have a pretty sick logo for it, and um, obviously AWA has one too. But my problem is, is when people use like the basic one, where it's like um, it's like the Nighthawk flexing or something, or MLW's logo too, um, that they originally used back in 2012. So I, I don't know. That's just a take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once again. Um, the logos, uh, I don't, I just, yeah, I have nothing much more to add on that. Uh, the logos, some logos look better than others. Um, it's also hard designing logos, um, if you're not going to get off the inter, the internet. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that there's just a lot, I, I think people, it's a, a name that a lot of people just enjoy having. But I was actually going to say when I was thinking about that, 
was one wiffle ball league that um, has very original uh, team names from what I've seen is NWA. Um, they have like the Oreos, um, the committee, and I think that's very um, interesting because uh, it, it's just something that pops. You're like, the Oreos are playing the committee. What is that about? And I really like that, and it makes it really fun. And Wiffle Ball is all about just having fun. So I like that. Yeah, and what I like about it is um, uh, obviously Patrick is my good friend. Um, I am his analyst. Uh, and, um, you know, I think what a lot of people like about um, NWA is their freaky and wicked names. Uh, you have the Wants More Oreos. You have the committee. You have the RGCVs, um, which there is a long, detailed history about that, but we're not going to go into that. Um, there is a there is the Baja Blasts, the Beach Boys, and the re- most recent uh, name was from a pick a name contest, um, the Bobcats. So. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't names. know how they think of these names. Like, I I sit down. I'm like, I keep, I'm like, there's only three names that I can pick from. And, and then, it, like, I, I don't know next year if I want to keep it more professional side or, like, like kind of, like, animals to use. Or next year, I don't, one of my friends, they want to be named the DC Dream Crushers. What are your opinions on that name? That sounds actually pretty good. Like, honestly. That, that kind of rolls off the tongue. And anybody that, uh, that's listening to this um if you just dm me i want to hear what your thoughts are on um the dream crusher's name and i'm sure definitely like to hear some thoughts on that too yeah i would actually um and also going into the um and nwa actually i will get into that story one of the players i think it's the captain actually it's riley Grass, I, I can't remember what his last name is, and then it's like, it's like something really, really like complicated. I don't know. Um, the RGCV is probably people just think of it as like the second like easiest name to think of, but when you go into the backstory, it's probably the most complicated name you can ever think of. Um, it, it's a pretty funny origin. Um, DM Patrick or NWA for sure. Um, but getting off topic here. Um, so, uh, what do you look forward to for, um, your league, uh, in the future? Okay, so, in the future, how, what are we talking, for the rest of the season, or are we talking, um, like, next, next year just just for like in the future like it doesn't have to be like anything you know major okay okay um in the future i'm looking so i'm what i'm really looking for um is kind of straight and simple i don't want to bore anyone but it's really just consistency and discipline and motivation so um i said that kind of opposite but first off motivation just reminding myself my goal and keeping that in mind and that's something that uh you can always just feel 
like if you remind yourself of your goal, that's something you can always get motivated off of. So that's first off. And then discipline, um, just telling yourself like, oh, I don't want to do this. Not now, not now. Um, saying like, I got to do this because it's going to put me one step closer to what I want to achieve. And then the final thing is consistency. Now that's my future goal, kind of small and well, not it's, it's small to like, it's not a major goal, but those little steps, that's, it's that little consistency, um, that, that really makes you so, um, it, it really helps you grow because if you're being consistent, then people are watching your videos consistently and um, it, by math, it's just bound to happen that one of these days, um, one video is really just going to blow up. So consistency, discipline, motivation, and uh, really overall consistency. Because once I do that, and once I keep on doing that, that is going to really enhance the channel. And that that's really what you need to succeed because really in math, it's bound that one in a number of videos will blow up. So, um, consistency and, uh, not only on the YouTube channel, but consistency through Instagram and, um, just reaching out to people, letting people know they're part of the community, not, and not just wiffle ball wise, just ask them how they are. And it's just really about creating a good community in the future. Yeah, and um, I think that's awesome that you guys are thinking about community and, uh, you know, the Wiffball community is obviously um, growing and um, it's awesome to see. Um, I love seeing it. Um, and I, you know, I don't know if you've ever gotten these, you know, DMs before, but uh, a couple people have, you know, DM'd me and they've, um, it, like, told me, like, hey, I listen to the podcast and that goes so long for me because you guys are really really great and uh it's really awesome to hear that there's actually people listening to this um which is pretty crazy for me to think of um we almost have 300 listens um to um all of our uh all of our uh, yeah uh thank you all of our um all of our podcasts put together um, and that really does mean a lot because we literally started this thing a month ago and to f- the, the fact that it's gotten that big has really been awesome for me. So thank you all. Yeah. And I, I want to, I don't want to take away from that. But I just want to say like, um, it's about those it's for me. And I think for a lot of people that create content and, and, um, not just, not just content, but, um, create anything create positivity just letting someone know that you're listening that you're out there it really means a lot because i know that Declan, you put a lot of work into this and when even if you just say a great podcast or anything um it just really inspires someone and it means so much and i know i have friends that are like these are just people that they type to you one second in social media, but it means a lot more than that to me because, like, these are people that are out there that are taking their time to listen to my podcast when they could be doing anything else. 
in this world and it just me that that's really inspirational and just fulfilling so um yeah and i want to say thank you to all the people that have followed nmlw um that's also something that um it, it just means so much to me so and uh thank you for everyone that has followed declan as well i appreciate everyone yeah uh you know i think that that speaks a lot man um it it does mean a lot um for me and for other with ball leagues like i'm just gonna tell you guys some of these smaller with ball leagues on instagram and honestly in my opinion instagram is a way better platform than youtube because you can get more followers and in my opinion start an instagram account before you start a youtube account because it's kind of difficult to get you know content out there when there's not really anybody you know um you know watching you can because like instagram like you can add people and if you follow a lot of whiff ball leagues then you know those people will kind of you know um circulate to your channel so just think about how you brand yourself as a whiff ball league and obviously i think you jeff and your whiff ball league um i think that's great like uh you guys are definitely um, one of the fastest growing with ball leagues right now, uh, just because like there's so many you get you guys have gotten a lot of followers um, just in 2020 and now entering 2021. I can't wait for this season. Can't wait for you guys to uh, start up for sure. Yeah, um, I like what you said about Instagram. Anyone that's trying to start with ball league. Um, definitely go for it definitely um it's something that hasn't i haven't thought about too much but um i would agree with that glenn just because youtube seems to be so much harder to connect with people um instagram you can really reach people of like any nature like you can reach out to anyone um it's not it's not difficult um and i think a lot of people can reach out to you and find you so Instagram is um, a great platform for connecting with everybody. You can also find stats on who's coming to your channel um, much easier than YouTube, I would say. So uh, it's overall a great place to start. Yeah, that's that's a great point too. Like um, you know, like what you said about Instagram. Um, and uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Um, uh, Jeff, is there anything you all, uh, anything you want to say, um, uh, and just final thoughts? Um, I just want to say we are really working hard for NMLW. Um, we are putting in a lot of work, not only on YouTube but on the Instagram. So uh, I just want to thank everyone that is listening to this currently from NMLW, and. Um, it would really, truly mean a lot if you could go um, uh, follow me on Instagram um, at nmlw underscore wiffleball. And uh, you could also search up nmlw on YouTube or Instagram. I'm sure it both come up. Um, yeah, it just means a lot to me. Um, whoever just does the smallest things for the league, it's very inspirational and uh, fulfilling. So if anyone uh, could do that for me. That would really mean a lot, and it's just been great talking to Declan, a uh, really nice, sweet kid. So uh, uh, I'm 
just I'm just so thankful that we've gone this far and it's uh it's great to be part of the community. Uh yeah, bro. Uh means a lot. Um, you know, uh you're a great guy too. Um, and uh, I think that's about to wrap it up, guys. Um, stay tuned for the next episode, um, and uh, I'll catch you guys later. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to In the Zone. Um, today, uh, we have um, B Big League Wiffleball on the line. Uh, you may know them as Little League Wiffleball, but they did rebrand. Um, so, uh, how you doing, man? Um, it's good to have you on. Yeah, no problem, dude. Um, yeah, so been a crazy last couple months. Uh, a lot of rebranding and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, uh, there's obviously been a lot of uh, stuff going on, and uh, obviously with ball leagues have been impacted, um, and uh, you know that just sucks. Um, I know mine was impacted, but. Uh, you know, um, so uh, basically going into the first question, um, how did you guys uh, start and, um, you know, what was your inspiration for it? Yeah, so we um, started up the year, or started up the league, I should say, uh, this year, like, officially. We had four teams, and we actually did it because we were bored during the pandemic. So... Like I said, four teams. We had a pretty successful year, I'd say. And then um, we ended up doing a tournament this past year. I started it mainly because with all those been a thing I enjoyed. And like I said, pandemic, and I was pretty bored. So we started uh, Big League with you. Yeah, and um, like, so like, how many teams do you have? And, um, you know, how is it, how is it organized? Is it like, um, base running or, um, no base running or, um, you know, stuff like that? So we have four teams and, um, actually, I don't know if you, uh, we have a big announcement today. I, I don't know if you want me to reveal that because maybe this will be out after. It, it, yeah, it'll be out after, so. Okay, so we're expanding, and we're going to be adding two more teams. So, yeah, and then the rules we play by uh, actually are we don't do base running. We have designated places for singles, doubles, triples, home runs, and outs. So more of like tournament-style rules. Um, and that's about it. Yeah, and uh, obviously, so you'll have six teams now, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so uh, is do you know like what the playoff format's gonna be? Is like gonna be every team makes it or? Yeah. Yeah, um so uh obviously it's going to be like MLW uh you know it's going to be like 2018 format so you have six teams every team makes it and like um 
so how many games does each team play usually? Yeah, and you just talked about how it's going to be like more exciting for uh uh like down the stretch when you have, you know, teams vying for that first seed in their uh division. Um so uh I know I think the Western Wolves won the World Series this year. Am I correct? Yeah, so um you know, like is there any like bad teams like in your league or is there like um any uh like, what would you say is the best team, and would what would you say is the worst team? Yeah, so that's been an issue we've been having. Um, like this past year, I started with the worst team. So, um, we'll say the downtown diamonds is probably the worst team. Which they were very competitive, but they fell off in the stretch. Partially because their captain wasn't allowed to pick anymore. So this next year they should be much more competitive uh, compared to last year and they'll have some new additions and then the top team you gotta go with the Western Wolves uh, we have the Coastal Cougars and uh, Pacific Panthers are up there as well and this upcoming year we're gonna have a very competitive field uh, we're gonna balance it out a lot too with uh, expansion yeah and um obviously uh uh i think six teams is going to be even more exciting for the league because uh you know there's going to be more competition and uh it's just going to be like a lot better so if you guys are unaware of like how non-base running works um i know we touched on it a little bit but uh basically um there's singles um and there's doubles a doubles if it rolls to the wall on a grounder and then a triples if it gets hit off the wall do you guys play it like that uh, yeah, that's yeah so it's ba- it's basically like fast pitch with a ball um and do you guys have a speed limit or is there no speed limit Yeah, and um, that is like like a pretty good point there. Um, like um, for example, like uh, there's a lot of things to go over. Like if a speed limit is like um, good for the league, because um, I know MLW has a speed mm-hmm. limit. I know some. I know some other leagues that I watch also have speed limits. Um, but um, usually, um, I know OAWL actually just got a speed limit. Um, so, um, I think that it is, like, a good question if you guys are starting up a league, for sure. (coughs) Sorry about that, guys. I was, uh, 
it's coughing there. Um, but uh, so I talked with this about elite wiffle ball, um, and uh, basically we we came to the conclusion that uh, nor the Northern Nighthawks are the most overused team name in all of wiffle ball. Would you say that's correct? Uh, it's EWBL or EBWL. Yeah. E- yeah, I think it's a bit too like overused because like, um, I think it's just like, okay, the 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 name Northern is pretty cool, but at the same time, there's not a lot to use. Um, but everybody just uses Nighthawks and. It's pretty over. Like I think about it a lot. It's like that. That's the number one thing that comes to mind. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for our expansion team because they are. I I don't think I've heard one of the ball used with that team. So they're going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, and obviously, like, um, yeah, I yeah, the expansions are um, obviously a good thing, um, but. Like talking talking about like the, um, like there's a lot of, um, like people always use like Western or Eastern, um, the regions as like, you know, you have the name after that, which obviously like I don't like I'm not bashing on that, but you know like, um, most people like use it, but you just so you guys know like you guys don't have to use it like, um, for example like uh. Like, when I'm thinking of team names for my wiffle ball league, some of them are just, they sound so good, but they don't fit, like, um, the regions well. So, um, that's that's what hurts some wiffle ball leagues, because, like, the creativity is kind of limited when that happens. But if you can find a good name, then by all means, go for it. Yeah, like, um, you have, like, the pretty basic regions, I think that's why, like, everybody's using west, east, and, uh, north, um, and then some people use south, uh, too, um, which, there's a lot of names that you can use for south, I say south is pretty, like, you can go with the Seahawks, the Spartans, um, there's some I'm blanking on right now, but western and eastern is kind of limited, in my opinion, there's, there's, like, not a lot of names out there. Eagles and Elks, I think, are the only ones that I've actually heard of. So, um, actually, Expos too, but um, that's kind of limited as well, because it is like a former baseball team. So you can use it, but you know, um, yeah. Um, so, uh, like, do you want to bring up anything about the league? Like any 
um, thing to the people who are listening uh, and uh, what to look forward to in your league? Yeah, I'm I'm excited too. You guys' graphics are actually pretty good. Um, I've taken a look at them and uh, they're 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 actually pretty good. Um, and uh, obviously, um, you guys have a pretty good feel too. Um, looking at it, um, it's unique. Um, which uh, every you can't say that about every wiffle ball league. So, um, I think that that's definitely a cool thing as well. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Well. Uh. Any anything you wanna um just wrap up? You wanna drop your at? Did you say 900 subscribers? Wow. You guys have grown that much? Yeah, like I said guys, I've I've watched clips of them. Um there you guys are pretty you guys are pretty good. Um I've seen some nukes too. There there's been some bombs. Um and uh, pretty entertaining to watch. Definitely recommend you guys check them out. Um, but yeah, uh, without further ado, guys, um, that'll wrap it up. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to In the Zone, a podcast where we talk all about MLW and the news and notes from around it. Hi, guys. I'm Mallard's Y or Declan. I'm a pretty happy Mallard's fan on Instagram. Uh, today, we have um, Elite with Ball on the line. Um, he's going to talk about his league. Um, so, how you doing, man? Uh, and um, how's, it, how's it been going? Uh, it's been going pretty good. You know, our league, it's, uh, last year was kind of our first official year. We, uh, we started it in 2019. It was, like, four of our friends just in my backyard, and then it, it moved, so we got a better field now. Uh, actually, it's actually kind of legit now. It was our first year last year, like, uh, kind of on Instagram and YouTube, and so we, we had kind of a learning curve, and, uh, this year's probably gonna just be the easiest year that we've had for pretty much everything. It's gonna be great. Yeah, and um, obviously, um, you know, uh, so how was, like, your first, um, so obviously you guys were founded in 2019, so um, how did you find, uh, you know, the love for wiffle ball, and how did you translate that into what it is now? Well, it was started by, actually, like, one of my friends. 
and it was him and someone else, and they're actually now on the same team. And they were, they just said, hey, this is what we're doing right now. And we started just playing as pickup time in 2019. We, it was really just two teams that were like made of two guys. It was me and my brother and then my friend and my two friends. And then I traded my brother for uh, my, one of my friends. And uh, that's kind of how it got started. World Series came after that. Uh, and then 2019 or 2020 came along my bed and uh, it was really just kind of hype that we had like a fence, we had a real strike zone, we had actual jerseys and it was a really fun year but we did have that learning curve of how to actually get Instagram and YouTube working well. Yeah, and uh, I've um, made my own league, uh, started 2018, uh, like you said, it's I started with two teams, kind of regressed since then. Um, but uh, yeah, 2019 was probably our best year. We had jerseys for every for every person. Um, you know, like you said, two teams. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. I think that's how most with wall leagues uh, operate their first couple of years or their first year. Um, when you look at MLW, they uh, they started that way. So um, yeah, that's uh, basically um, you know if you guys are looking into starting with ball league, that's uh, usually how it works. And then hopefully you'll grow it and then. You know, it'll turn into some big at some point. So, yeah. Right. I think that the most important thing for like turning big is definitely getting like part. Other than 2019, but going into 2020, since like COVID happened and a lot of our guys weren't employed at that time, because like we have guys in our league that are like 13 to 17, and some of the 13 year olds are actually better than our 17 year olds. So it's kind of weird how that dynamic works so well. Um, and just calling sponsors and people, it really helped our league grow. I think that's how we got our fence. That's how we got our strikes. That's how we got pretty much everything last year. And like to a lot of wiffle ball leagues, actually DM us. It's kind of weird because we're like we're a really small league on Instagram, and like a, lo- a lot of leagues will just DM us saying like, "Oh, how'd you get Ace Hardware? How'd you get Dick Sporting Goods? How'd you get Boot Grips? You know these kind of sponsors." And I'm like, and I just tell them every time. You literally just call them and tell them that you're looking for a donation or sponsorship to a backyard league, and they'll they'll hook you up with something. So, right, and obviously RJ, aka Voot Grips, is a, a pretty great guy. Um, obviously, he works with a lot of whiff ball leagues, um, and uh, I actually wanted to go over the kind that I actually uh, found you guys. And what I remember is how unique the field was, and I don't think honestly it looks. If I'm being honest, it looks better to me than most fields that I see. Because most fields that I see, A, they don't have a fence, and B, it's not really... Like, you don't need to have a fence. That's not, like, my problem. The guys from Raintree would probably be, you know, DMing me and, like, cursing me out or something if I, you know, said that or whatever. But the point is, is, like, it actually looks pretty good. Um, And, yeah, the boundaries are a little, like... You know, it's kind of like polo grounds kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a little, you know, um, I don't want to say uh, like bad, but it's a little, you know, out of there. But, it's a little different. The reason yeah. that we kind of did that was because we were trying to build a diamond and a rectangle, and with the area that we had in such a limited amount of time, that was the best we could do. I mean, this year our baselines are going to be completely normal. We're changing everything. We're making the fence a little bit deeper in center field. <laughs> We're moving the mound back to 37 feet from last year. It was 33. So we're trying to make this more of a hitter's league because last year there were a lot of disputes because of that line. And we made a rule, like, if you hit it in fair and then it goes past the weird 
that we had, it was like a ground rule single kind of thing, just so like it didn't like so batters weren't hitting over there intentionally to get ground rule doubles or something like that. Yeah, and obviously, um, uh, you know, you do have kind of a small boundary, but when you look at Colt Field, it was basically um, just as small as like you guys have it on. Like watching, I've watched some of your guys' uh, videos. It, it's pretty produced pretty well. Um, you have, um, I think it's like four teams, right? We have four teams. We have the Eastern Irish, the Downtown Diamonds, the Southern Stars, and the Western Warriors. And the Downtown Diamonds and Eastern Irish, we were the original teams. It started out with like two completely different team names, and then it just, it just completely changed to what it is now. And then the Southern Stars were one of the founding teams. We consider them AAA because they didn't really play a lot in 2019. But they became a full-time team in 2020, and then the Western Warriors. The story of the Western Warriors is because, like, the manager of the Western Warriors, he's been one of my best friends for, for almost forever, essentially. And he just saw our our 2020 hype video, and he was like, and he DM'd us, like, yo, you need, I need to be a part of this. And, you know, he made a team with a ton of his friends from his high school and his brother. I mean, they're not, they weren't that good in 2020, but, like, I've looked at their roster they're getting a lot of really good travel baseball players on their team, and they're going to be a nice force. But I think that something that separates us a lot from other leagues starting out is that our pitching is a lot different. I would say because a lot of leagues that just start out, they don't throw as hard and they don't break the ball as much is something I would say. It's, it's just a little different. Like we have players that started one year ago and are throwing pitches that are, that are absolute benders. Yeah, and you guys do post some of them, and I do watch them sometimes. Um, and uh, like the pitches that I see are they're pretty disgusting. Um, and uh, you know, obviously there's you know talent in that league. Um, and uh, when I found it, the diamonds were my favorite, even though I'm like eighty percent Irish. Um, I didn't really care about that, but I thought the diamonds was a pretty cool name. Like, um, obviously it's relatable to uh, another. Uh, another league's name uh but uh you know what i do like is the creativity of these names you know i know a lot of people are going with uh you know um old yeah old mlw names what i hate the most and i've and i i don't know if i brought this up before but i was planning on making like a um sort of thing on my page where it's the most overused name in M- in um with ball league history is the northern nighthawks it gets oh, so sure. annoying. I'm like, oh my god! Every single time I run into a league, I'm like, this is so boring. And like, I'm even like going over to myself. We used to have a team name of the Northern Nighthawks, and I'm like, that's so generic. It's so bad. But this was before a lot of people, like 2020, a lot of people started using it. Before that, it was MLW in 2012, and now there's like 50 teams. AWA uses it. Um, I know my friend, he runs a whiff ball league. He uses it. Um, it's just annoying. The only reason I can think of is like, I've run into this problem myself is whenever we were like discussing like team names with new managers, I actually came up with like a list Mm. of like 30 different, 30 different team names. And it's like Eastern Irish, downtown diamonds, Atlantic Astros, like all these different team names. And I just let them pick. And the one thing that I did run into is if you name your team Northern anything, there's not that many, like, serious-sounding 
like mascot to go with it. Like it's usually Nighthawks, Ninjas, Knights, and sometimes Nationals. Like that's it. There's like four names that actually sound good. No, in my opinion, it is the most overused region of all time, just because people take advantage of it. Because MLW, that Doesn't was that it. was their short. There was their that was their shortest franchise um, in their history, and the reason why I think people use it more than Central Cardinals, Atlantic Astros, and Southern Seahawks is because it was it's kind of forgotten, quite honestly. Like the Astros and the Seahawks sucked, and the Cardinals were really good. So. I mean, I just hate it when people, like, use the name Northern Nighthawks. It's like, get a new name. Like, you don't need to have the regions, for example. I do like it how it, like, adds for a little more, like... Um, Professional feel. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that, um, like, uh, for example, I know there's a lot of people who use... Honestly, Eastern is probably pretty overused, too. Because... Right. It's it's usually Eagles or, like, I can't really think of any other names besides Elks. Eagles. Yeah, the Elks, shout out EWBL, but, or e, East Bangor Football League, they use that. But, I mean, it's kind of overused, too. Right, when we were, like, when I was actually trying to come up with a team name for my team, the Eastern Irish, it was tough because I wanted to have, like, either Eastern or something like that, but it but Irish didn't start with E, but it had that kind of nice ring to it, I would say. The, and I was kind of going through, like, I liked Notre Dame, and they kind of had that cool, like, green colorway, and I wanted something like that. And it was just so tough because it was, like, either Inland or Imperial, and it didn't sound good. So I went Eastern Irish. You know, no other team is going to use that. No other leagues to use that. It's unique to us. And then... I think we probably made it was close to like seven to ten different mock-ups before we came with the one we used in 2020 and then even when we printed that out it wasn't the greatest so now like we i think every single team is going with like almost a completely new color wave like the western warriors they were black and orange and they had orange jerseys and they switched to navy blue jerseys with orange accent and it's fire and the same thing with like the diamonds they were gray with blue now they're like black with cyan it, like they're sick jerseys too and that's kind of leading to what i want to get into because i really haven't made the official statement yet but if you guys haven't heard pimped it baseball they're a new kind of company kind of like baseball lifestyle 101 they have a lot of different options in their merch and stuff and i dm their owner and he was super nice he actually told us like he hooked us up with like he's hooking us up with like performance t-shirt jerseys for like half as much as custom ink and it's it's amazing that we got this jersey sponsor when we did because we were going to be wasting you know so much money on custom ink when you know we could get 22 dollar performance t-shirts that are really dope with the same designs for you know half the price it's it's amazing so shout out pimped up baseball you guys lifesavers go give them a follow on instagram it's at pimped up pimped it baseball it's they're just it's amazing you know, we came so far from where we were in 2019 and 2020 with, you know, one or two sponsors just donating, you know, certain things to, like, baseball, like, actual brands, like, giving us stuff and helping us out. It's it's a really life, it's a huge thing for us. Yeah, and um, I think that's uh, uh, one of the great things. It's, like, uh, so many people, like, want to help out with, like, with ball leagues. It's great. Uh, obviously, baseball lifestyle. 
Um, Voot Grips is probably the most common sponsor Voot out Grips there. Is definitely that that leader right there. They, yeah, they're huge. You know, it's it's really huge. Yeah, and um, I know um, there's a couple of others. Uh, licorice something, something like that. They're Long on. ball licorice. Long ball licorice. NWA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. Um, NWA uh, gets sponsored by it. Big shout out to Patrick. Um, but um, yeah, I think um, that's like the good thing about sponsors. They um, they help you out like in your beginning stages, basically. Yeah, and then like especially with like root grips and pimped baseball. If we continue to grow like we've been growing, you know that they will be like a huge deal with us in the future. It's it's a great, I, I want to say like a great experience. They're a huge help to us, and I really like. They helped us copyright like our stars logo, our diamonds logo, our warriors logo is going to be copyrighted, and our Irish logo is going to be copyrighted. And so I also wanted to get into this to like other leagues who are starting out or trying to get jerseys, um, customing they're not bad it does help you design your jerseys um it's probably the best quality if you can't find another resource i would say because like we last year one every team had like a different thing for their jerseys my team the eastern irish did custom make another team just ordered transfer paper and, tra- and ironed it onto t-shirts and then another team um did something similar the downtown diamonds though they probably had the sickest jerseys because I don't know if you guys actually saw it on camera or on our Instagram post. It's way back in, like, May or June. The diamond logo on the front of the jersey and the numbers on the back were, like, sparkly. Mm-hmm. And I know it kind of... Sorry about that, guys. Cut out. Go ahead. Sorry, it just cut out there. Yeah, so... And then another thing I wanted to kind of get into is, like, the fencing... If you're a league looking for, like, affordable fencing that's really easy to set up, um, green garden fencing is probably the number one thing a lot of leagues will probably use. It's, like, 30 to $40. And then if you want to get, like, the uh, the yellow kind of track on top, you just take duct tape to it, and it's it's so easy. It's just, The entire fence for us, we got kind of weird. Right? They were real when they came for free. So you were upgrading to uh, Grand Slam fencing. It's uh, a mesh. It looks exactly the same, but the difference is we can crash into it without wrecking it. Yeah, and it's a lot of money, though. Another thing that we're adding is a monster wall. It, it does cost a little bit more. It's about $93, but, I mean, if you live in a, if you have a league that actually, like, can afford to spend those resources, I think that that's huge. Another thing we're getting is a monster wall, It and it was hard for us to find one that would be durable. What we found was privacy screens like the ones that go around construction sites those work really well yeah um you know like you were talking about the um how you can use duct tape like i use that um for my league um that's like it's the it, in my opinion it looks good like it it just kind of finishes it off it does um and i think like you can hang banners on them um it's pretty cool like oh for um, sure for like sponsors or um, like what your field name is basically, um, or your with ball league banner, um, simple like that. Um, just got to get some zip ties and, you know, you're set. So, um, you know, uh, any, anything else you want to touch on, man? Yeah. Like when you were talking about banners and stuff, 
if like a brand won't sponsor you, you can actually just ask him for a banner and they'll hook you up. I know that's what Plate Crate did for us. They're not an official sponsor with us, but they uh, they hooked us up with a sick banner that hangs in our uh, left center fence. Then uh, if you're also looking for like strike zone like backstops that are pretty affordable, or if you're looking for like actual nice banners that are affordable, um, signs.com. It's really easy. What you do is you just go to signs.com. You type in your like your dimensions in inches, and then you just upload your logo. They'll print it no matter what. It, and usually they're like twenty to thirty bucks. They're not that expensive. I know for our strike zone, that's what we use. We just print off like a vinyl banner, and we'll zip tie it into our zone. And I think it's easier than most leagues. What some leagues do with like sheet metal, um, we just found it that it's easier when it comes to uh, I want to say like not just price, but like making the field look a little different i would say because that's what a lot of these do they use the sheet metal and the pvc and there's something wrong with that but like we like the, the vinyl because it looks it gives a different look and separates us from other leagues yeah um you know uh obviously like the banners um you know uh it, it looks pretty professional like it covers up like i don't know like the the bad spots on your fence if you have like holes in them or something uh right. from like wear and tear uh but um yeah um so um you know uh i think uh, i don't know if you uh want to say anything else but uh yeah i do actually want to give like i did want to talk about like the differences in play with wiffle ball and like how different leagues that that look better and perform and like reach out better i would say they look more professional is the word i'm looking for like with leagues, when you're just getting started, um, it, it's really important to make sure, you know, everyone knows what you're doing, because if, like, you try to run your league, this is what I'm doing, and you're not really open about it with everyone, I think that's really tough. With us, we have a league group chat, like, every player in our league's on it, and we just say, this is what we're doing, and we we do actually have a lot of votes on stuff, and it's, it's awesome, because a lot of these guys are, like, our friends, and we've known them forever, but, like, also places like some leagues will be more popular when their skill level isn't necessarily as good as other leagues who are less popular and i think awa is up there i mean they're a fun league to watch i love watching them but compared to skills of leagues like uh i'm trying to think of the name for the league oawl um, and, and um oawl gavin if you're listening you guys are a great league. You just gotta update that camera angle a little bit. And oh yeah. We'll have yeah. a fire, fire YouTube channel. Yeah. And then like, like stuff like that. Like some leagues will be like ten times more popular, but their skill level will not be as good as like others who should deserve that spot. And I think that, and like, I don't really want to like trash leagues for like every league. The fact that you got people to do this is crazy it's amazing so like if you're a league that like is just playing for fun that's amazing i mean you still have that league i kind of lost my train of thought but like that if you're listening you probably know what i'm talking about but then i wanted to also talk about like age groups like your age divisions like pwl um these these guys probably do the best job at it because they have guys that are like 12 and then they have guys that are almost 18 and they all are like the same skill level and that's similar to what uh, our league is like because 
the World Series team of the Downtown Diamonds are the youngest collective team in the league. We actually are the little brother team. We have their three players are the youngest brothers of of our three oldest players. It's it's really cool how they are so good at that young age. And another thing, you guys are like wondering how to throw different pitches and how we got as good as we did. It's really just nonstop practicing. Like during COVID, it was a great chance to practice because we didn't have anything else to do. And it like getting better at pitching is is like vital to your league. So that's that's what I wanted to touch on. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh. Twenty. 20- one minutes now uh it's flown flown by um you know uh this was great interview man um i really really appreciate it um and i think you guys jeff definitely give them a follow um you want to drop your at yeah at ewl underscore wiffle ball all lowercase and then at ewl with wall on youtube if that doesn't pop up first do ewl diamonds v irish and the channel will pop up instantly so yeah, and you guys are probably um, one of the more skilled uh, with ball leagues I've watched um, just in my uh, three or four year uh, um, period of watching wiffle ball. So, um, you know, man, uh, I really appreciate you getting on. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, thank you, guys. Um, we'll catch you next time.